0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. That's Bart Crow Band right there, Lone Star Community Radio here on IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 it is 9. Nineteen. It is somewhat of a beautiful day today because it's going to be somewhat sunny. Then it's going to rain. There's a big chance of rain today, folks. So be careful. But the good news is, is there's no chance of rain this weekend for the Conroe's Americana Music Festival here in downtown Conroe. That's going to be a lot of fun. I do have a special guest in the studio. We have your county judge Craig Doyle. Uh, all information that we're going to be talking about today, you can check out mctx.org. That's the Montgomery County. Texas right there and it has all the information for all the departments that go on the county, the public safety, the online services, transparency, all that good stuff. They actually have a new website. So it's kind of exciting because their old website reminded me of like the early 90s. Now they're they're up to, they're up to date. They're up to date with the new website that's mctx.org. We have the judge, Craig Doyle, in the studio. How are you doing, judge? Doing great, Dick. How are you this morning? It's proper to call you judge, right? Absolutely. Okay, great. I'm doing good. It's uh, it's Wednesday. I'm really gearing up for this festival because we're going to be here all weekend long. It's similar to the Catfish Festival since the studio is like in downtown. Right. We have You're to be here. You're inside the rope all here. All day. Yeah. So, if you're around town, come say hi. We're going to leave the door open. Anyone wants to come come on the air and be cordial about things, Good. Uh, we're going to be on the air and just having fun. So uh, Sounds great. But how about you? I know this is, uh, is, is May a busy week for the, for the county?
1: Every month's a busy every, month. Every month. Every All right. We can't pretend we're, that we're, every month is. <laughs> we are growing leaps and bounds everywhere you look. Any part of the county you go to, you see something new. I used to tell people when my office was in Magnolia, if you hadn't been over to Magnolia in a couple of weeks, come on back. It's changed. But that's true everywhere you go now. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm dating a girl,
0: and she's constantly asking, "Where should we move? Up here, because she wants to right. move up here." And I'm like, "I have no idea. Everything's different all the time. Like, I don't really." So I need to actually check out the economic conferences now. I feel a- like a- and see where the best is place, not a bad place to be in
1: Montgomery <laughs> County.
0: So that's good. So uh, what's what's been on the books recently for for you in the county? I know there's a lot of stuff going on. One of the, like I guess the county really is one of the biggest news things. So constantly yeah. reading the newspaper. <laughs> uh, but one thing I like, I was reading at the airport, I was out at the airport right. uh, the other weekend for the B-17. The Texas right. Raiders moved out there mm-hmm. and they are close friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And we went for their inaugural uh, launch there. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. And I read something about so, you're planning on doing something or you want to do something
1: with the airport. Is that right? Did I read that right? Or am I misreading? Because I know y'all extended it, right? Yeah, we, we well, we've had several great improvements at the airport. You know, about three years ago, we built the tower out there. Yes. There's a control tower when they come in. Uh, two years ago, or well, a year and a half ago, I guess, we built the extension of, the, of one of our runways. We now have our longest runway at, at uh, Condo North Houston Regional Airport is 100 feet short of the longest runway at Hobby. So we can land the largest corporate jets that fly get them in and out of there with a full load of fuel on a hot summer day which was not possible before yeah and then just this last year we opened our customs facility so we can bring international flights oh, right wow. into montgomery county today.
0: It, yeah because uh I, did, I didn't know that much about the airport too much and when they were telling me how to get there through the back way because right. i was broadcasting right. really early in the morning and it was really cool to be around all those airplanes it's almost like a car show classic car show with airplanes oh
1: there's it's amazing every time i go out there uh, go out and have lunch just watch the planes come in and mm-hmm. out sometimes it's uh, really impressive to see some of the planes that come in and out of that airport so yes if, folks if you've never been to the airport go check it out it's a whole they redid kind of
0: the mo, the main area And then they had the Black Walnut there, right? Yeah, Black Walnut's there,
1: you know. You can uh, see all
0: the touch and goes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they
1: have a lot of facilities out there. A lot lot of things happening. Black Walnut restaurants out there with Black Forest Ventures. Um, Just a beautiful, beautiful FBO out there now, uh, bringing in mostly corporate jets that come into that area. You see some of the military flights uh, come in and out, the helicopter squadrons out there. Uh, So there's a lot of activity going on around the airport.
0: Well, what would you say, moving on to kind of just the county itself, what do you expect being the biggest shift coming this year? for like Because we're almost mid midpoint 2017.
1: Yeah, the biggest challenge we're going to have this year is our budget. You know, okay. the commissioners decided to offer a 20% homestead exemption for all homeowners in Montgomery County, which is huge. It'll, it'll impact our budget to the tune of about $28 million. So we've got to find a way to make cuts in our budget. You know, we'll have new revenue coming in based on new growth and, and things that have happened th- over this last year. But we're going to see uh, some shift in, the, in our budgets to try to accommodate that cut uh, or that offering of, an, uh, of uh, an exemption on appraisals.
0: I can't imagine being the accountant for you guys. It's tough. I mean, you know, You've got
1: 55 different departments that will come things. to us in, in, uh, this summer. Uh, during budget, during budget, budget workshops, and trying to trying to balance what we ask people to pay, and still provide quality services as we grow. You know we're the seventh fastest growing county in the nation for counties our size, and so we're seeing tremendous needs on on our on our infrastructure, on all of our departments out there, and yet we see tax appraisals going up each and every day. So we're trying to find a way to kind of help, uh, kind of ease that burden on the on the taxpayer.
0: Well, we are getting a lot of comments on the quality of life here. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. So, in Conroe, the Woodlands, and North, and the Willis, and especially Montgomery. I mean, every time I have friends come visit me, they always praise, like, this is one of the coolest places I even know this was going on. So, it's going to continue doing that. And with you guys in charge, so you you have to, you're going to be doing your budget. And outside of the budget, would you say there's anything else going on that you think the county can do a lot better on? Because I know, I always imagine in, in a, in a, Government role, you no one no only really talks about what we can we are already doing really well. What are we already doing really well and what can we already improve what we're already doing well? Yeah, well, every, or maintain it at every, least. everything
1: that we do, we try to kind of step up a little bit. You know, when I first came to work for the county many years ago, we had miles and miles and miles of dirt roads out there across the precinct. There's very few dirt roads left in Montgomery County, very few. We've tried to upgrade some of the work that the commissioners have been able to do in terms of road maintenance. We've tried to enhance all of our programs. Uh, we, you know, recently we hired, or about a year ago, hired a new forensic director. Went out and saw someone who would be really, really good that could move our forensics department in, into to that next level. And so, in all positions, we're trying to do that. Uh, our animal shelter, you know, we've seen a substantial increase in budget there over what we had in years past. Uh, we've gone through a few directors out there. We've, we've recently offered a position to a new young man. Uh, we'll approve that in court uh, probably next Tuesday. Uh, Mr. Aaron uh, Johnson will be coming on board as the director of our, of our animal shelter. Uh comes with a lot of experience from BARC in Houston, about 11 years there. It uh, brings a lot of energy. I think he'll be able to coordinate the volunteers because the volunteers out are the lifeblood of that facility. You know, If we don't have people out there helping get those animals homes, we can only house so many of them in that shelter at a time. So trying to coordinate the volunteers and get, get those groups working together, I think he'll do a great job for us.
0: Well, that's exciting to see that shift in, mm-hmm. into a more positive way. And then uh, with that in mind, I know I want, also want to remind people about the animal shelter. I know they offer you can go there and volunteer and do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. You can walk uh, dogs,
1: bathe dogs. and, and, and just, when, when, when Aaron's coming on board May 23rd, uh, he'll start and I think he's going to probably try to put together some some organizational effort there to make sure that the volunteers get trained and there's processes in place and it'll be a little bit hopefully a little bit better organized and uh, make things really, really uh, attractive for people to want to come and be a, a participate in the shelter.
0: Well, uh, po- folks, if you're interested in the animal shelter, they do have a Facebook group, I know that, or Facebook page that you can see, and they'll do announcements. like when they. I remember one of my favorite things is we were trying to figure out if we could walk the dogs because you can walk the dogs there, mm-hmm. and since the time changed, they had to shift the hours, and I didn't know that, and I, f- I learned that when we went there, and I was like, oh, well, that kind of stinks, but <laughs> makes sense. They don't want you out late walking their dogs, So, uh, but that, they do have a Facebook page. That's how I get a lot of my information through that way. Uh, outside of the animal shelter and the airport shifting, because I like, I like the airport. I really love the B-17s. That's what I was really entertained with. And then we have the budget stuff. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot going on. Well, that's a start. There's Explo- always something. You know, yes. we're
1: always trying to enhance what we do with law enforcement. You know, you mentioned quality of life a while ago. That one of the things that makes our quality of life so so key is the great job that our law enforcement personnel do. Through the Sheriff's Department, through our Constable's offices, we want to make sure... Do we have enough lawn Are the new guys doing okay new guys are doing great we can't call yeah. any of them out no new guys are doing great everything's uh, everything's working really well right now
0: okay that's good that's good uh, one thing I do want to remind folks is you guys have uh, commissioners court yes sir and you can watch it online mm-hmm. if you go to mctx.org uh, it's right it's uh, well the way I found it was I just found your department and I found the county the county commissioners department mm-hmm. and there's a little button uh, you can click here to watch now. I don't know if there's a camera on right now at the court. Is there, let's see. I want to see. Uh, there may be a little scary, so. but, uh, you can actually watch all previously, uh, previous courts. Yes. And so that kind of stuff, if you have a question and you can get involved with, you can check it out. Uh, and also do you invite people to the public? Is it a public court? Everyone can come Just sit down. Say I'm
1: bored. Absolutely. And I
0: want to sit down and eat some peanuts and watch you guys. Yeah. Our, so. ne-
1: our next court is May 9th. Uh, it's, it's next Tuesday, nine 30 in the morning. It's open to the public. Um, you know, we kind of, kind of jokingly tell people it'll be the most boring hour and a half you'll ever spend or the best free show in town. Depends on who shows up that day. So, so uh, <laughs> well,
0: like, uh, one question, too, like, with that being open, is the agenda closed in a sense? Is it locked
1: Yeah, we can only – the only thing that the commissioners can discuss are items that are listed on the agenda, Okay, that are posted on the agenda. Now, we do have a period in there where citizens can come in and make comments. We give each person three minutes to make a comment about anything they want to comment about. Anybody. So Any,
0: I don't have to tell you I'm coming and I'm no,
1: really there. No, we just try to recognize people. We, we would prefer they sign up and let yeah. us know. We have two two segments there. One for people that want to talk about an item that's on the agenda. We have that at the beginning so they can express opinions about items on the agenda. I bet people and do the, that. And then at the end, we have an, another session where they can express their opinions on items just in general. That way we don't tie up you know staff time that has to be in court because of agenda items. Okay. And so they can express—they have three minutes to express their thoughts. We can't respond to those thoughts or to, or to their questions. We might direct them to another department head or to someone to talk to. But in court, if it's not an item that's on that agenda, we really can't respond to it.
0: That makes sense. Uh, like, well, with that in mind, you've been, been county judge for how long? Two years. Two years. So two years and
1: three months, four months.
0: We, we, okay, and this is going to be kind of, I guess, not a complicated question, but I'm just wondering, what do you see as a judge— in the future of Montgomery County being an issue,
1: mobility, 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 mobility. Are you talking
0: about like they're always talking about the trains going through here? or are no, you talking I'm about... talking
1: about more, more about people getting it from point A to point B. Okay, you know, if, in, if the you, if you, in, the in the county, within the county. Okay. If you if you look at what's happening with the growth that we've seen just so far and the projections that we have, think about this, Dick. They're saying by 2035 we're going to be at a million people. We're at a little. We're at 560,000 today. So basically in the next 15 20 years every car you pass today double it every subdivision you go by today double it in the next 15 or 20 I live
0: years. off 2854 and I'm already kind of seeing it
1: yeah and so so that's going to be that's going to be an issue that we're going to be faced with going forward uh, is is the the ability to get people from point A to point B as the numbers continue to grow so it's critical that we look at new uh, new roads uh, road lane expansions new projects all the time
0: well, what's funny is I was uh, reading a little bit about transportation, and people, people always ask, like, why don't we have a train, you know, trans- tra- train-style transportation here in mm-hmm. Texas? Mm-hmm. And somebody basically outlined Brooklyn and Queens and basically New York, mm-hmm. and it fits inside the loop of Houston. Right. And big so I, I think uh, I'm talking about the 610 loop. It's just folks. More so, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's probably that's why it's not a logical way to go right now because I mean we're continuously growing, especially Montgomery County is how big. Someone was telling me, I don't know if this is true though. They were telling me the city limits of Conroe are, is bigger than Austin. Uh,
1: the the probably the ETJ is. So if you look at the extraterritorial yeah. jurisdiction of Conroe. It covers a huge huge footprint of the county. One of the challenges we face here in Montgomery County. Is that we're 83 percent unincorporated? You know, most rapidly growing counties near a big metropolitan area in the in the metroplex area or here around Houston, we get compared to Fort Bend County a lot. Fort Bend County's got the city of Katy, city of Sugarland, part of the city of Houston that covers a big portion of their county. Conroe is the biggest city within Montgomery County, but 83 percent of the county is unincorporated, which leaves our sheriff's department and constables to patrol 83 percent of the county leaves the commissioners to maintain roads in 83% of the county. Most of the other counties, if, if they're at 50% unincorporated, it's a big number. Mm-hmm. So we face challenges that a lot of counties don't see out there.
0: Well, do you see that being kind of different in the future for this county? Because I don't think that kind of number is always going to stay the same, right? No, I mean, no. people are always either getting annexed or incorporated or new, I mean, yeah, new as, things as, are as coming. The,
1: as the city of Conroe annexes out and expands, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the woodlands were to incorporate at some point, it would change that. I'm Not sure what's going to happen there but again it, you know,
0: accounting I don't know who your accountant is but it's just going to be a busy job well it, it
1: is and, and facing those cha- and that, and that's one of the biggest challenges is finding the dollars to meet the needs and and you know we we fund all of county government operations at a cost of about fifty dollars per person per month if you take our budget divide it by population it's about six hundred dollars a year per person fifty dollars a month I want you to think about what you can get for fifty dollars a month you can't get a cell phone. Can't get cable TV with internet access. Can't get water and sewer and garbage pickup. But for fifty dollars a month in county services, what you do get is the seventh largest sheriff's department in the state of Texas. Five JPs, five constables, five county courts at law, seven district courts, county attorney, district attorney, county clerk, district clerk, adult and juvenile probation, veteran services, animal control, mosquito control, convention and expo. Well, pretty center, much everything that goes airport, on in this building across the street. Parks, all of it. Yeah. Roads. Are these everything. buildings? This whole yeah, area. It's amazing what for $50 a month we provide those services. So I think we do a really good job at trying to keep costs down and still provide services for a really, really fast growing county. Maybe that's how you should bill people. <laughs> you
0: know, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Don't, people won't understand that. But uh, I think there's a lot going on, and I'm glad you kind of covered the, some of the solid issues, especially the mobility question, because that's something that you don't know how to, it's not a quick answer. No, it's not. And you're always and, behind.
1: You know, you, because we you
0: know, have to be reacting. Then we, I guys feel all, like that's yeah. part of your, like, it's half of your job is just to react to things. Well, it's
1: kind of like building schools? You know, by the time you you recognize the need, you get the bonds sold, you get the school built, you open the doors. It opens at capacity. You need another Yeah, you that's need another one. That's kind of where we are in mobility today. Every time we get a road expanded, by the time we get it built, the congestion has grown to the point that uh, it, it's full.
0: I'm convinced that Willis is going to look at it like well, we need to build another high school after they finish their new buildings are finished because I saw the the aerial of their. Of the whole area it's like yeah they're probably gonna need to build, build another
1: school yeah back. It's, a, it's amazing every school district in the county is just busting at the scene
0: that's gonna be a lot of fun well thank you so much for coming in and let everyone sure. know what's going on again mctx.org and we have the commissioner's court on tuesday you said tuesday morning at 9 30. and if you want to uh, go in there and say he did such a great job on the air go in there and let <laughs> them know uh, hopefully we're gonna get you in again because there's a lot of stuff keeps coming to Montgomery County, folks. So keep your uh, finger on the pulse here on Lone Star Community Radio. It's 9:35. Uh, we're gonna be playing some music till then. I'm gonna be uh, off the air for Cindy's show because Cindy's a replay, folks. So we're gonna be doing that, and then so stick around. A lot going on here in Montgomery County. We got great music, and uh, I'm gonna do some weather and traffic around 9:55. So stick around for that. But right now here's Pauline Reese with Trail to Monterey. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are Montgomery County's community radio station. And don't forget, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this recording from Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station and broadcasted live from Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Interested in sponsoring this show, being a guest, hosting your own show? And please visit us online at IRLoneStar.com and check out the Contact Us page. We want to say thank you to our studio supporters. Our traffic sponsor, Conroe Americana Music Festival at ConroeAmericanaMusicFestival.com. For more information about the show, please check out the information below in the description.